Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom's weight management programs are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com, your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Here's your host, Brian and Trickin. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. I'm your host, Brian Intrican, a.k.a. Casey Bubba. You can find me on the Twitter at BDEntrick, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. Hope you all had a good Wednesday. It was a fun one. Full day of action on the diamond. No trade deadline to worry about, but tons of news, tons of notes, tons of fun. So let's get cracking on it to recap your Wednesday for you. The Cubs scored 16 more runs on Wednesday night, giving them 36 runs in back-to-back games. For context here, the Cubs scored 36 runs uh, over the last two games. They're most in a two-game span within a single season since 1897 when they were known as the Chicago Colts. The Cubs are also the first team to have 10 extra base hits and five home runs in consecutive games in MLB history. That is courtesy of Jesse Rogers ESPN on the Twitter. So pretty crazy stuff what they're doing to Cincinnati, a team that knew they needed a starting pitching help and did not make any moves at the trade deadline. All right, some more news and notes here for you. Brendan Nimmo was out of Wednesday's lineup with quad tightness. He left Tuesday's game with that injury. Um, he's feeling better, hopes to return to the lineup on Friday for the New York Mets. Some good news for Logan Ohapi. He's expected to start a rehab assignment next week. They're saying he'll take close to the full 20 days on rehab because he needs to get back into catching shape, let alone hitting shape. But he's been hitting off the tee, hitting live batting practice ahead of schedule. So we can get Logan Ohapi maybe end of August, but most likely early September for a month of action for your fantasy needs. Some news that we're going to keep monitoring throughout the week. Joe Musgrove was scratched from Wednesday's start with minor shoulder tightness. Musgrove hopes to make his next start next Tuesday. They're saying minor shoulder tightness, which is still never good involving the shoulder. Musgrove's been outstanding. We've talked about him a lot on this show. I think his last 12 starts, all uh, 11 of them quality, but three runs less on all 12 of them. He's been great. I uh, hope it's just a, a minor shoulder tightness, and we see him next week. Some good news coming off the IL. Max Freed will make his return to the Atlanta Braves on Friday back on the bump for the Bravos who need some pitching depth. They have all the hitting they want, all they need, but they need some more pitching depth. So free coming back. Um, not sure how deep he'll go as rehab. He got it to about like 60 ish pitches his last time out. They were taking it slow with him. So expect another you know, 75, 80 pitch outing for Max Freed. Brian Rocchio was recalled by the guardians on Wednesday uh, and he started at third base. He's also played shortstop in the minor league. So keep an eye on that. But in AAA, Rokio's hitting 291 with three home runs and 19 stolen bases, one of their higher prospects for the Guardians. You should get some, some, some decent run here to finish out the season. Some more Angels injury news. Jose Suarez had his rehab shut down. But weirdly enough, the Angels are not concerned. They think he's still on track. It was just kind of a minor, hey, take a few days to, to get back type situation. Nestor Cortez, it's official, folks. Nestor Cortez is done with rehab assignments. He will return to the Yankees rotation either Saturday or Sunday. They haven't nailed down the date yet, but Nestor Cortez is back and back with the Yankees this weekend. 
Some more injury news for the Yankees. Luis Severino will start on Friday as he was questionable after his last outing as he was getting panged up again. So we'll see how that goes with Severino scheduled to start on Friday. And some more kind of not great news, obviously. Domingo Herman was placed on the restricted list on Wednesday. He will not return to the Yankees this season as he's going to undergo treatment for alcohol abuse. Um, we can all say things about Herman in the past for other instances that makes him a pretty horrible human being. But for the alcohol abuse, hope he finds the help he needs because if he's going to keep using alcohol, he might keep doing the other things that made him a horrible, horrible human being. So go get some help and uh, hope for the best for Domingo Herman. Bobachet, he heads to the IL with a knee injury. We already knew that. Like it was weird because it looked horrible when it took place on Monday. Tuesday, MRI comes back. He's day to day. Wednesday, Bobachet goes on the IL. But it's an interesting situation. I think they just want to give him the 10 days to rest because the, the Jays are saying Bichette's not even going to go to the minors. He's going to stick with the team, travel with the team, keep working out with the team, just kind of see where it goes from there. Obviously, Paul DeYoung got traded for uh, on Tuesday. He was in the lineup on Wednesday playing shortstop. Uh, another interesting move, though, for the Jays, they sent Nate Pearson back to AAA. So um, keep an eye on that. But Bichette to the IL, hopefully just a 10-day thing. The Nats made a couple interesting roster moves. They released Corey Dickerson. Maybe that's not the most interesting move. That yeah, it happens. Veteran outfielder, kind of journeyman of right now. But they released Corey Dickerson. The surprising move is they sent Luis Garcia back to AAA. Garcia wasn't lighting the world on fire, but he wasn't playing that bad. Especially when they recalled Jeter Downs to take Garcia's spot on the roster. Jeter Downs is hitting 165 with three home runs and eight stolen bases in AAA. That is a uh, not good, Bob. So I don't know if it's just the Nats saying, hey, we're out of it. Let's see what we got with Jeter Downs for you know two months. I understand that. But the expense of Luis Garcia is a tough one to swallow. Marcus Stroman, he is placed on the IL with right hip inflammation. Uh, probably going to miss two starts over this stretch. Keep an eye on Stroman, who's been struggling of late. So maybe that has something to do with it. Corey Seager was not expected to return on Wednesday, but he did return to the Rangers lineup on Wednesday. It was even like less expected. They put their lineup out. Then they activated him, had to bring it back so he could put him back in the lineup. It was that surprising to pretty much everybody there, even the beat reporters. So Seager returned to the Rangers on Wednesday, and in his first at-bat, he went deep. Home run for Corey Seager like he never left us before. Brad Miller for the Rangers was placed on the IL with left hamstring strain. Yep, get get well, Brad. Miles Miklas, he dropped his appeal and will serve his five-game suspension starting on Wednesday. As I, I always think it's goofy. You get suspended, you appeal, you make a start. The day after the start, you take your five-game suspension. You won't even miss a start. There's really no punishment in this scenario for, for Miles Mikolas. Byron Buxton, he was scratched from Wednesday's lineup with right hamstring tightness. Stop me if you've heard Byron Buxton scratched from lineup before. Liam Hendricks, this is a sad one because, honestly, we've been watching him kind of rehab and think things were going well. I didn't see this news unless I was completely missed it through the trade deadline, but Liam Hendricks had Tommy John surgery, and obviously he, we won't see him again until 2025. Wishing him the best. He'll be 36 in 2025. He's already beat cancer. He's an amazing human being. I think we could all agree to that. I hope we get another good run or two from Liam Hendricks, wishing him the best. Ben Lively was placed on the IL with right pectoral strain after giving up 13 earned runs on Tuesday. I didn't know if it would be whiplash, hurt ego, but apparently it's a pectoral strain for Ben Lively, who will miss some time for the Cincinnati Reds. Trevor Story, every time you look, it's like, okay, he's coming back. He's coming back. He's coming back. Well, He's not coming back on Friday, at least. We know that much now. Uh, he may still return this weekend. Trevor Story just doesn't like his timing. That's why they said he's ready. He personally does not like his timing, so he wants to keep in the AAA rehabbing until his timing is right, which is cool. I actually respect that. So we could get him back as early as Saturday or Sunday, if not beginning of next week. 
Luke Rayleigh left Wednesday's game with right a right knee contusion. So keep an eye on that when it comes to Rayleigh. And if you have like uh, daily lineups or multi-week lineups coming on Friday, keep an eye on that news with Luke Rayleigh. Another Tampa Bay Rays pitcher goes down with an injury. Shane O'Mac, Shane McClanahan left Wednesday's game uh, with outside left forearm tightness. That's an interesting one. It said it tightened up on him uh, at the end of his outing, left the game. Uh, usually the bad forearm tightness is on the inside of the forearm. So this is an interesting one. He's going to fly back to Tampa Bay, meet with team doctors uh, Thursday and Friday and see where to go from there. Kevin Cash is optimistic, but of course you want to say that after you lose one, another one of your pitchers. They've had a ton of pitchers get Tommy John this year. This is a, a bad trend with the Tampa Bay Rays. And the last but not least, Mookie Betts left Wednesday's game. He's been battling an ankle injury. The Dodgers are up 8-1 to one in the fourth. I've been searching everywhere for why he left the game. I might have just been precautionary. He already he had a bomb in his previous at-bat. So it might have been, hey, we're up big. Let's give Mookie some rest. Hoping that's what it is. But keep an eye on that. The Dodgers play on Thursday evening. So we will know quickly if he's in or out of lineups. All right, Underdog Fantasy, everybody. You want to make some money making picks on MLB games? Then you have to try Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. In Underdog's Pick'em Game, you just pick your favorite baseball players and predict whether they will go higher or lower on stats like strikeouts, hits, and more. Pick two to five players, get all your picks right, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Be sure to sign up with promo code PITCHERLIST, P-I-T-C-H-E-R-L-I-S-T, all one word, and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. So you have some bonus cash to start playing with. Looking at some of the early lines for Thursday, hope you played some of the ones yesterday, Joe Ryan um, and uh, Dakota Hudson. Those overs hit real easily. Uh, Corey Seager over one and a half total bases. Great matchup versus Tuki Toussaint. Christian Yelich over seven and a half fantasy points versus Mitch Keller. Lars Newtbar over half a single as he keeps crushing it right now. He gets Sonny Gray. And then Cody Bellinger over eight and a half fantasy points. As I tell you, these are the overnight lines. More lines come out throughout the day. Even better lines could possibly come out. Those are my first looks on this upcoming Thursday slate. Again, everybody, that's underdogfantasy.com or underdogfantasy in the app store. Sign up with promo code PitcherList, all one word. Get your first deposit doubled up to $100. You must be 18 or over and present in a state where Underdog Fantasy operates. 19 or over in Alabama, Nebraska, 21 and over in Massachusetts and Arizona. Terms do apply. If you're concerned with your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In New York, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY. And in Tennessee, call 1-800-889-9789. All right, some hitting highlights from Wednesday. Chaz McCormick stays nuclear hot, going two for three with two home runs, two runs scored, three RBIs, a walk, and a stolen base. We call that a combo meal, folks. Chaz McCormick is raking. Um, since the All-Star rake, McCormick's hitting 373, seven home runs, 16 runs scored, 20 RBIs, and three stolen bases. That's like three weeks of baseball, folks. That is crazy how hot Chaz McCormick has been of late. Josh Bell, welcome to Miami. Bienvenidos a Miami. I think that's what Will Smith once said. Josh Bell's debut with the Marlins, four for five. Home run, two runs scored, two RBIs on a walk as he jumped all over his debut there. Since the All-Star break, I've been mentioning Bell's been swinging it well over the last month and a half or so. Since the All-Star break, Bell's hitting 311 now with three homers, nine runs, and eight RBIs. Quite serviceable and deep performance, especially at the corner infield position. And then Lars Newbar already told you I liked his over single prop for Thursday. I played his over one and a half total bases on Wednesday. That went easy as Lars Newbar went two for four with a home run, a run scored, and two RBIs. Newbar is healthy and on fire. Since the All-Star break, Newbar's hitting 349, six home runs, 
You don't think that much power with Newt. Newt's doing it. 16 runs scored, 10 RBIs, and two stolen bases as he continues to be outstanding for the St. Louis Cardinals. Make sure you check out the Daily Batters Box article on PitcherList.com for more details on the day's top hitters. Some starting pitching highlights from Wednesday. Cole Reagans making his return to the Royals rotation. Started the season getting some bullpen work. Went to AAA to get stretched out. Comes back, and with all the, the Royals trades, Reagans should have this spot in the rotation for some time. On Wednesday, going up against the New York Mets, Six innings, zero earned runs, seven hits, one walk, eight strikeouts for Cole Reagans, 13 whiffs and a 38% CSW. He has a very nice four-pitch arsenal. I know Nick will break it down for you guys because he's pumped on this too. In seven AAA starts before being recalled, Reagans had a 4-1-3 ERA. Okay, not great, but 37 strikeouts and 28 and 30 innings pitched, almost 31% K rate, a little over 13% walks. He's got to work on the walks, but uh, this could be a guy that's very streamable down the stretch, especially in great like AL Central matchups and some other ones. Let's keep an eye on Cole Reagans going forward. Speaking of streamers, Dane Dunning, and we've used him from time to time this season. Dane Dunning is just proved that Andrew Heaney did it on Tuesday. Dunning does it on Wednesday. This White Sox team is just waving every white flag on the planet. Dunning, seven and two-thirds, one earned, three hits, one walk, 11 strikeouts. Dane Dunning had 11 strikeouts. 15 lifts and a 36% CSW. That just doesn't happen, folks. That's how bad the White Sox are right now. Since July 1st, Dunning's thrown 34 and a third innings, 16 earned runs, and 28 strikeouts. Dunning had 17 strikeouts uh, coming into tonight over 27 innings pitched. Says it all for you, folks. But in four of his last six starts, Dunning's allowed three and runs or less. So that's why the streaming upside's there. If he can somehow get to a K in inning, he will become very, very valuable on those fantasy streets. Grace Rodriguez keeps looking good. Five and two-thirds, three earned, two hits, two walks, six Ks against the Toronto Blue Jays. Rodriguez had 14 whiffs and a 29% CSW. And his four games started since his recall, 22 and two-thirds. He's done at least five innings in every outing. Nine earned runs, eight walks, and 20 strikeouts. So the kid's looking pretty, pretty good out there. Much better than the first go-round with the O's. Make sure you tune into the Plus Pitch Podcast with Nick Pollock. Read his daily SP Roundup to get caught up on all things starting pitching. Some relief pitching highlights from Wednesday. Tyler Holton, yes, of the Detroit Tigers, Tyler Holton, picked up his first save as Alex Lang could not get out of the ninth inning uh, to pick up his save. So Holton got the job done, got one out, got the save. Brian Presley picked up his 26th save of the year for the Houston Astros. Andres Munoz, who's taken over from Paul Sewald, third save of the year. Eric Swanson picked up his third save of the year for the Jays. I will say this much, though. Jordan Hicks uh, pitched the eighth inning and faced the two, three, four hitters of the Orioles. So keep an eye on that one. That might be a, a split situation still, and maybe even more towards Hicks when all things are said and done. And then Camilo Duvall picked up his 32nd save of the year for the San Francisco Giants, things I didn't think I'd say during draft day. Other other reliever news, Devin Williams blew the save against the Nats on Wednesday, and it gave Kyle Finnegan the win for the Nats. So a little, little uh, reliever loss, reliever win for closers between Brew Crew and the Nats. Make sure you read the Daily Reliever Ranks article on PitcherList.com for more information about all things relief pitching. All right, before we take a look at Thursday's action on the diamond, let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsors. When it comes to weight management, we tend to put our focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat, and that's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow 
and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. Try Noom today and see the results for yourself. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. And welcome back to the First Pitch Podcast brought to you by PitcherList.com. I'm your host, Brian Intrican, a.k.a. KC Bubba. DFS, there's four games early and a six-game main slate, six-game main slate starting at 7.15 p.m. Eastern time. Some of the bats we're looking to target, the Cubs versus Luke Weaver, going to keep riding those red-hot Cubs bats, especially against a pitcher like Luke Weaver. Don't mind a little contrarian Minnesota action versus Matthew Libertor. Dodgers versus J.P. Sears. There's a ton of ways to go on this slate. My favorite way, though, the Chicago Cubs. Keep keep attacking. Keep attacking that Reds pitching staff. Pitchers, though, you got Julio Urias uh, versus the Oakland Athletics. Urias has not been good his last couple starts, but it's the Oakland A's. If anybody's going to get you right, it's the A's. And then if you just want to punt and get all the bats in the world, Jamison Tyon versus the Reds. Tyon's been really, really good over his last three or four starts. And Adrian Hauser has some good boomer bust potential. The faces the Pittsburgh Pirates team, striking out a ton, missing a lot of their quote-unquote regulars, and it's just going to be a dreadful two months for Pittsburgh. Some things I'm looking forward to on Thursday, Brennan Fott coming back into the – get another start for the D-backs, taking on the Giants. Fott's looked much better as two starts since coming back to the bigs. Max Scherzer makes his Rangers debut on Thursday. That's a fun one to see there. We get uh, Flaherty, Jack Flaherty, making his O's debut. As you get Flaherty versus Gossman north of the border. That should be a fun one. And then Brand, uh, Wu, Brian Wu, Brian Wu for Shohei Otani. A little nightcap action for you there. That'll do it, folks. Another episode of the First Pitch Podcast in the books. If you have not checked out PitcherList.com for some odd reason, make sure you check them out. Get all the free content, written content, podcasts, and much, much more. And then more importantly, go check out PL Plus and PL Pro. You won't regret it at all. You get even more content through that. And more importantly, you get the Discord, which is amazing. So much stuff going on up in there. You get all the cool hangs and much, much more. So go check out PL Plus, PL Pro, and join the cause. All right, that'll do it, folks. Another episode in the books. I'll be back tomorrow to recap Thursday, get you ready for Friday's full slate of action on the Diamond. But for now, this is your first pitch podcast, Thursday, August 3rd edition. Hope you all have a great day. This has been the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, rate us on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at PitcherList, and help support what we do by joining our Discord with PitcherList Plus at PitcherList.com slash plus.